Hoffaday, and welcome to another episode of Live Till 5. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin. Glad to be with you today on this Friday, September 7th, 3.04 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios, broadcasting high atop the campus of Harvest Ministries from the worldwide headquarters of Harvest Family Radio. This is KHMG, 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, Barragata Guam. Glad to be with you. This is episode 280, 280. Every Friday afternoon, 3 to 5 p.m., you can join us here at 88.1 FM, listening to our live broadcast. We also stream online through khmg.org. Just click the Listen tab there, and you'll be able to listen to the stream through our website. Or you can download the podcast after the fact. A few hours after the show, usually the podcast is up and available, and you'll know it's available if you also follow us on Facebook, Harvest Family Radio Guam. Follow us, and then every time we upload a podcast or put a link out there for something we think would be helpful for you, you'll be notified accordingly. You can also catch the show on Saturdays from noon to 2 or Sunday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. So catch us on the rebound Saturday noon to 2, Sunday nights 7 to 9 p.m. when we rebroadcast this show in its entirety, all two hours of it. So if you're listening on Saturday right now or Sunday night, you're listening to the rebroadcast. But if you're listening at 3.06 p.m. on Friday, September 7th, you're listening to the live broadcast. And if you're listening on September 17th, the year 2097, you're listening to the podcast. There you go. All right. It is the month of September. And it's already an eventful month. We were looking at the weather just before we came on the air. Be good for you to keep an ear to the ground, so to speak, or just to the radio to listen how the weather is going to develop in the early parts of next week. Could be a stormy week. It's looking looking a little stormy right now. So we will keep you posted here at KHMG 88.1 FM. We have a crack team of armchair meteorologists who are really good at reading the weather reports to you and letting you know what's happening. They let you know what's coming from the office of the governor, what's coming from National Weather Service, and uh, different things that you need to do to keep your family and your property safe. So stay tuned to 88.1 FM. And uh, Monday... We'll probably have a lot of details about what the weather is going to be like for the next few days. So make sure that you stay tuned. Now, it is the month of September, and every month, one of our good friends, registrar slash librarian Bob Shuck, provides us with a list of items that he gets from one of his top secret library resources. And he shares those with me, and then I share it with the potential billions of listening uh, fans of this segment of the show. So the month of September, it is the AKC, which I believe is the American Kennel Club, American Kennel Club, uh, Responsible Dog Ownership Month. It's also All-American Breakfast Month. Yes, All-American Breakfast. It's my favorite kind of breakfast. Uh, America on the Move, Month of Action. It's Apple Month. A lot of people are Apple picking in the States. Hopefully we'll see the price of apples going down at the grocery store over the next month or two. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder Month, HD, ADHD Month, Baby Safety Month, Backpack Safety American Month, Be Kind Editors and Writers Month, Biodiversity Month, Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, Children's Good Manners Month, Chili Peppers Month, and Classical Music Month. 
just to name a few. Let me put a little mark there as I uh, want to be able to continue this for the next few weeks. So we ended with uh, classical music, cold and flu campaign. There we go. Cold and flu campaign month. I also have a list of things that I get from the ambassador advertising Dot com here. Uh, this week we had, of course, Labor Day. Uh, 67% of Americans uh, fired up the grill on Labor Day. Uh, let's see. Uh, on the 9th, 9-4-1988, George Eastman received a patent for the first roll film camera. That can't be right. You know, everyone makes errors. And even this ambassador advertising... Uh, list here is 100 years off. It was 1888 George Eastman received a patent for the very first roll film camera. I need to edit these. The fifth, 73%, it is a be late for something day. 73% of bosses have relaxed on time, keeping the U.S., uh, keeping in the U.S. since 2007. The average employee spent up to 46 minutes working before they arrive at work, and 30% of workers say they're late due to traffic. And then this Sunday is Grandparents' Day. Uh, You can actually download some different Grandparents' Day activities if the grandkids want to do something special for their grandparents. Yesterday was Fight Procrastination Day. And today, thank you, Bob, it's Buy a Book Day. September is also Honey Month. Did you know that? A beehive produces anywhere from 30 to 100 pounds of honey per year. It takes 800 bees to create one pound of honey. Two teaspoons of honey would fuel a bee's flight around the world. And the Mexican honey wasp also creates honey, but it's occasionally poisonous. Why did I just get goosebumps reading that for some reason? Um, Now, uh, before I continue on, uh, Sebastian just entered the room with uh, a delectable treat. What do you have there, Sebastian? Well, my wife, you know, loves baking, and she She remembers hearing, along with me, the... uh, the the comment about you loving the carrot the carrot cake yes. basically muffin yes it was the best the sunrise <laughs> it's like a tropical carrot cake yes so I was like well there's that and uh, and she wanted to make something so this we have brought in a delicious looking carrot cake wow and if you didn't know carrot cake is made from carrots it does have carrots so in. it should be pretty healthy yeah um <laughs> we need to get a picture of that on Facebook right away so that people know just how good we have it up there. And so that the two guys that passed up the invitation to come to the show today will feel jealous and oh, yes. full of rage. So, okay, well, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna go back to my list here. Thank you very much, Sebastian. We'll be uh, testing that cake. Thank you, Jessica. Jessica is our official baker of KHMG. She's also a research assistant and um, third-tier taxi driver, giving Sebastian rides wherever he needs when he's not driving himself. Uh, Let's see. This is International Enthusiasm Week. By the way, I learned a word this week that I would like to share with you, the listening audience. This word, I've already used it. And this word, I've never heard it until I heard it on my Word of the Week app on Alexa. And it means exactly what it sounds like. Rhapsodic. 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 like Rhapsody, but Rhapsodic. And it kind of goes along with this first week, International Enthusiasm Week, because Rhapsodic means to be overly enthusiastic, kind of over-the-top excited. If someone is Rhapsodic, 
is kind of the way Lawrence and I are about the Pinecone restaurant. We are rhapsodic about it. It's probably how we're going to be about Jessica's cake here in a minute as we as we delve into that. So rhapsodic. Try and use it in a sentence. National Nutrition Week. Oh, it had to rain on the parade right there. National Nutrition Week, especially since our theme today is candy. So it's ironic that we're going to eat cake and candy during that part of the show, the first through the seventh. Self-University Week is this week. Waffle Week. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. It ends tomorrow. Substitute Teacher Appreciation Week. Thank you, all you substitute teachers. You're, you're not valued enough. But for a teacher, when they have to miss... Uh, substitute teacher is their lifeline. So thank you very much, substitute teachers. National Payroll Week, got paid today. Uh, Play Days, the 4th through the 8th. Environmental Services Week goes through the 10th. Popcorn Days ends tomorrow. Days of Prayer and Remembrance ends uh, Sunday. Mushroom Days is this weekend. And then we go into a whole new week of observances and holidays. This last week, since the first, the first was Building Code and uh, Building Code Staff Appreciation Week, Calendar Adjustment Day. Um, let's see here, Bacon Day was on the first. Cherry Popover, I remember us talking about this last year. Hummingbird Day, No Rhyme No Reason Day, Tailgating Day, not on the road where you're like really close to someone else's car. It means to barbecue out of the back of your truck. At a sporting event, usually. National Writing Day was the first. First, Save Japan's Dolphins Day. Toy Tips Executive Toy Test Day. And World Beard Day. Which the most epic beard right now belongs to one of our avid listeners, TP. You know who you are, and your beard is awesome. The second of September was Bicentelia Day. Kind of funny there. Bowling League Day. Blueberry Popsicle Day. Never had one. Um, and Pet Rock Day, and VJ Day. The third, uh, Birth of Anna, Duchess of Bedford, uh, the creator of Afternoon Tea. The Great Bathtub Race was on the third. Labor Day, of course. National Day of Prayer for Victims of Hurricane Harvey. And National Welsh Rarebit Day. We've talked about this dish before. It's not what it sounds like. It doesn't have any rabbit in it at all. The fifth, uh, the fourth, another Look Unlimited Day. Eat an Extra Dessert Day, celebrated all days around here. National Macadamia Nut Day, Wildlife Day, Newspaper Carrier Day, the 5th, Be Late for Something, I already said, Jury Rights Day, Cheese Pizza Day was the 5th, and uh, National Psychologist Day, or Shrink Day, as they sometimes like to be called. The 6th, Barbie Doll Day, Fight Procrastination, Great Egg Toss Day, National Coffee Ice Cream Day, one of my favorite flavors of ice cream, coffee ice cream. Read a book day. And then today, being the seventh, is Bring Your Manners to Work Day. Should be celebrated year-round. Google Commemoration. Grandma Moses Day. National Acorn Squash Day. Attention Deficit Disorder Awareness Day. College Colors Day. Food Bank Day. Lazy Moms Day. Sounds like an oxymoron. Lazy Moms not too many of those out there. Most moms are super hardworking. National Threatened Species Day, Neither Snow Nor Rain Day, and Salami Day. Just to name a few days, some observances that are happening this day, this week, and this month. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, 
We have a lot of fun planned today. The theme is candy, and now it's going to be candy and cake. What an awesome day to be here at Live Till 5. Wish you were here with us. Stay tuned. More Live Till 5 after this short break. back with a little more live till five don't tell anyone but uh some of us are up here eating some cake this isn't just any old cake and again l- let me let me talk to all you uh budding radio uh Radio magnets you want to start your own radio empire you want to have your own radio station you want to maybe even achieve the the pinnacle, which is hosting a Friday afternoon show live for Carline folks. Um, let me just say, there's one car out there. Um, let me just say that a necessary element of building your radio empire is having a, a staff baker. It's, I would imagine, I haven't taken any college classes on radio management, but I imagine there's a whole class on finding the right staff, and then there's probably a whole week dedicated, maybe a block course, to finding the right staff baker. Because it pretty much makes it all worthwhile. I mean, would you agree, Lawrence? Yeah, without a question. If you knew every week that there was going to be a various frosted cake <laughs> upon entry into the radio station, there, there's little I would do to get out of that obligation. Um, I, I would I would just listen. I know it's your I know it's your birthday. I know it's Christmas. I know it's anything. Yeah. I got to go to the radio station. I have a, I have a list of holidays. You could you could plug any one of these holidays into a good excuse for your baker to do her magic and create uh, one of these confectionery treats like we have before us right now. It's so good. That, it's it's a it's a two to one cake to frosting ratio, which is just right. Exactly, a little bit of nut, not overwhelming, so you're not getting to crunch every bite. But about one, I think it's a, I think it's pecans. Or it might or be it walnuts? walnuts. I think it's walnuts, it's like walnuts. a black I, walnut. I remember buying at the store. Oh, okay, all right, <laughs> confirmed. Walnuts. There's about one a bite, as long as it's a, a, a an average bite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just a little bit of crunch to mm. go with the carrot. Mm-hmm. And then that frosting is just almost too sweet, but it's not right. Quite. It didn't walk through the door. Nope. It stopped right there. <laughs> I think the walnuts, right. the saltiness and the earthiness mm-hmm. from the walnuts draw the sweetness back. Mm-hmm. It's like no, you mustn't. You may not pass. It's like and I'm it, okay. That's right. I'm here. Mm. I'm here to balance you. Mm. Hold on, I need so to take a drink of mediocre coffee. Stand yeah. by. Mediocre coffee is is now good coffee because yeah. it balances the sweetness. It might be the best cup of coffee I ever had just now. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just became. So when I was a child, my mother really liked carrot cake, and I never wanted to try it because of the word carrot. You know, because you wouldn't right. eat no way potato cake. Well, maybe I would now, but. Uh, beet cake, um, broccoli cake, cauliflower cake, 
But I, then all of a sudden, green bean cake. But could, then zucchini bread, I, you I would. You could put, you know, a fair amount of dirt under this frosting, and it would taste good. I would still, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Of course. <laughs> the cream cheese frosting laces but, everything but with perfection. For those listening at home that have not had carrot cake like this, first off, you might never get to because this is a special little thing we have here where we get we get a, 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 a special dispensation because our baker happens to be married to one of our wingmen, Sebastian. <laughs> good good call, Sebastian. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but this this doesn't taste like carrot carrot. Like so, don't be put off by the name carrot cake. Carrot no. is just to deceive you into thinking that it's okay to have your third piece. And it's like, well, at least it has carrot in it. But really, it's just, it's a perfectly blended, uh, uh, just the, the flavor profile is just excellent. So if this is how I'd eat my carrots, I'd have the best vision that's right. of all time. Bugs Bunny would have weighed 300 pounds. <laughs> he would have. So I am rhapsodic about this cake. I'm rhapsodic about it. I'm overly enthusiastic about describing the way this cake tastes. Yeah. Yeah. And I see you looking over there to decide if you're going to get your second piece Do now it. or in a minute. Do it. I'm gonna. I was going to wait to the break, and so yeah. I could. I That's could probably, eat it and people wouldn't know. Oh, That's yeah. probably polite. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't think my wife's listening, but. Uh, so we're gonna. I'm gonna pull a little bit of an audible, a uh, little radio pun there, but um, I'm not going to do the candy taste test today because I feel like by doing a candy taste test today what it does is it cheapens the experience that we're having with the carrot cake so no reason there's no candy that even compares to what we're actually getting right now so maybe next week if there's no cake involved of course we will do our yeah. candy you don't eat taste all the candy. test so we do have drinks <laughs> coming up from the hub here soon too which will be just an awesome way to oh my. top off the experience i'm almost hoping it's just a regular old black coffee it might it could be you never know it could be they they've i gave them some special instructions that might fit perfectly to go with this not oh knowing my. that there was going to be cake so oh my. that's great well so i think this is what we need to do we need to kind of gather ourselves i think is <laughs> is what needs to happen so we're going to take a very short break and when we come back We have a quiz with Sebastian. We have This Day in History with Lawrence. Our drinks will be coming up from the hub, and we're just going to have a great time. So, listeners, you stick around. And, by the way, if you ever need someone to bake a cake, I know a guy. Well, I know a lady. (laughs) I know a guy who's married to a lady and best baker around. So, stick around. More Live Till 5 after this short break. Take a sunrise, sprinkle it with dew, comfort it in chocolate and a miracle or two. The Candyman, the Candyman can. The Candyman can, Parsi mixes it with love and makes the world taste good. Who can take a rainbow? And we're back with a little more Live Till 5. Jared Baldwin, your host, Friday, September 7th, 3.34 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios. Welcome to Live Till 5, our live local talk and variety program. Glad to have you with us today. Our theme is candy and cake because we have some really amazing cake here. And I, I, I don't want to talk about the cake too much because I don't want people to think that I'm addicted to cake. But <laughs> when it comes to cake, this is a superior cake. This is a award-winning blue ribbon future farmers of america 4h uh 
Iowa State Fair winning cake. And she even, you said, Sebastian, you helped. You helped uh, greet the carrots. Well, I, I was there with her. You were uh, there. I didn't, I didn't he actually. Was there and cheering spirit. her on. I was cheering her on, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, kind of like you're going to be when in the delivery room. Yep. Just cheering her on. <laughs> you're not going to be actually doing anything other than watching her. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, um, with that being said, uh, maybe we should move on to our little quiz. So Chris did a good job finding that bumper song for me, by the way, the, the Candyman. That's from we the Willy a, we Wonka. We had a Candyman in our church when I was growing up. He always had Werthers or Lifesavers in it, like pockets of them. In his and children that come up and get coats. candy. Yep. Ralph Dingman was the uh, Dingman. was the Candyman in our church. Passed yeah. away when I was probably sixteen, seventeen years old. But from the time I was two or three years old, he was every Sunday stood at the entrance and gave candy to kids. Harvest had someone like that here. We had someone like that at previous churches. There's always some person that just likes to. Get yep. your kids all sugared up before they go home. They, yep, exactly. The children look at them as like a hero, and the parents <laughs> yeah. look at them like, hey, what, you're, what? stop giving my kid candy. They got to go home and go to bed, take a bath and go the to bed. Three Werther's does not two bro- heads of broccoli make. Is, no, is really no, no. You spoil to. their appetite. That's what they say. You yep. spoil their appetite. Does that, th- is that scientifically true? Does it spoil their appetite no, if that's you eat probably candy? probably incorrect verbiage. Those smarties never hurt me. That's yeah. Right. Matter of fact, you are what you eat. That's another thing yeah. he gave was was little packets of Smarties. Yep. yep. Smart- Those things oh, are, little- are, are more chalk powder than they are yeah, anything right. other than right. anything sweet. I like them, but though. I know. Oh, yeah. It's Because they're so kind of sweet and sour, tart. They're great. Have you ever had the, the Neko wafers? Neko yes. wafers? Those yes. Are, those are the extra large version. Exactly. Hey, that's yeah. the candy we could get. When I was a kid, yep. my mom would always say, the only thing you can get is Neckos, because they have a small amount of sugar. Yeah, right? yeah. And, the, and the food dyes are, because they're, yeah. they're not yeah, minimal. as bright, colorful, yeah. like a skill. We liked them, though. We, we got, them. we used to get Mentos before Mentos were cool. Yeah. Did you put yeah. them in, the, in, in a pop can no, or No, didn't can? even know you could do that. Yeah, me neither. We got the fruity flavored Mentos, mm-hmm. so they weren't minty at all. Uh, yeah. They were actually fruity. Yeah, it was actually pure With candy. A, it was, so the outside was this fruity candy shell but the inside was a super hard flavorless taffy like substance yeah. it was like gum from the bottom of a chair covered in a candy they shell they were one of those things where you would try to savor it yeah but then the minute you chewed it once you just finished it and it was gone i don't know why my grandma she always bought that at osco or skag's drugstore for us i don't know <laughs> maybe they were by the cash register back then they had to be yeah. Okay. And one packs. You know, one other thing before we get into Sebastian's quiz. Speaking of candy, we used to go to a store. I think it was a, it was a local chain, but it eventually became a Piggly Wiggly for a while. But hmm. my parents were going to go grocery shopping, and by the front door they had a coffee pot, like some of the grocery stores even here on Guam do. You can get a little cup yeah. of coffee while you walk through, but they also had a box of sugar cubes, right? So then yeah, you wouldn't have to use a spoon or anything. Yeah. And my parents would let me get. Uh, one or two. That was like your treat. Sugar cubes. Yes, that was the <laughs> it was free, like free treat candy. On the way to Piggly Wiggly. Unadulterated candy. It was a cu- cube of They're sugar. So gross, though. Like like a like a horse. Yeah. Before he yeah. goes to the stable. May I get my sugar cube now? Yeah, your sugar cube yeah. or your full on carrot. My but. parents would be like, "Get your sugar cube and go back to the car and wait for us." And if any strangers <laughs> knock on the window, just honk the horn until we come out or, or chuck your sugar cube at them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, that is, I just described a episode that of my life. That was the 1970s. Yep, and I was like three years old, and that was just fine. 
Yeah, that was just look fine. What the, look what the world. I yeah. just yeah. learned to walk, and Nobody I'll get in my sure cube, and then back out. Nobody to the car. thought twice about it, frankly. No, no, no you just crack the window a little no. bit. Stealing sugar cubes radio. with no coffee, and, right. and and then kids alone in their cars, no problem. I remember when I hit about eight or nine, my parents were like, instead of honk the horn, uh, they were like, because I don't think they wanted us to embarrass them. They were like, okay, if the person doesn't know the code word, and the code word is, and then they'd make up a word on the spot. And now that I'm a parent, I'm like, there's no way they remember that word when they went inside. Never. So they said, then lay on the horn. They would say, lay on the horn. Yeah. So never had to do it. <laughs> because the kids asking code words out the, da- the, yeah, it's like, the, the rolled the down window. <laughs> what's the duress word? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's the backup word? What color are you wearing on your left hand? You know. So anyway, okay. Sebastian. Wow. You want to talk about some it's candy today? Yeah. I call this a whopper of a quiz. Oh, Unless you're a bunch of nerds. Nice. <laughs> hey, today, <Classic. laughs> Sebastian, you can say anything, and I like it. Yep. You really Thanks. have a free pass for That's the remainder right. of the right. show. Use it wisely, Great. my son. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have ten questions here, and you all have to work together, actually, to answer. Wow. And you have to get eight of them right. Okay. Or what? To get another or piece of cake. Or you <laughs> Because I'm down. I will work very hard. <laughs> I will work very hard to get yeah. it correct. So actually, what, how this works is um, there's like a play on words I, I use, and then you guys try to determine the candy I'm referring to based off the play on words. And it's all Got candy, it. not other desserts, but just candy. Correct. Okay. So it's like stuff you'd find at the... You know, the gas station mm-hmm. on the little rack right before you gotcha. check out. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. For listeners at home, <laughs> we play a little game with Sebastian every week. It's some kind of quiz just for the fun of it. And you guys can play along at home. Just yell at the car radio as loud as you can. Mm-hmm. We'll hear you. Or at your computer where you might be listening to At your computer phone. At work. <laughs> In the <laughs> library. Yeah. <laughs> I know the answer. Shh. Yeah. All right. Question number one. Works reward. Works reward um, payday, yeah, probably payday or hundred grand. I would go payday. I think payday. Payday is correct. Good job. Yay, good job. That's a peanut uh, candy bar, right? Yeah, very salty. Yeah, with the nougat in the middle. Yeah, yeah, nougat? caramely nougat. nougat. Why'd you say nougat? I always write it like that. That's next question. It's like <laughs> yogurt and nougat together. That is a disgusting combination. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, so we got one. I always pronounce it like that in my head. Okay. Um, next question. Sly Chuckles. Uh, Snickers. Ooh. Oh, you're oh, right. I think yeah. you're right. Yep. No, good, good. It is It is Snickers. It is Snickers. I'll consult with the team, but I'm going <laughs> to say my first thought. Next one. Slippery Digit. Um, Butterfingers. Oh, yeah. Slippery Digit. <laughs> Butterfingers. They should have went with Slippery Digit. I would buy more candy bars if it was yeah. Slippery Digit. I would too, man. Sebastian, you came up with a better name than the actual name. Uh, I, I, didn't come, I didn't come up with all fingers. of these, but yes. I mean, think about it. I mean, just think about the literal implication of a buttery finger. No one wants to eat no. that. But a Slippery Digit? A Slippery Digit? I try digit. one of those. I'll try that once. I don't know Actually, if that would last digit? for as many years, though. <laughs> you, could have, you could go to the coffee shop, get yourself a... A lumberjack's girlfriend. That's and a right. Slippery digit. Then stop at the JS store, get a slippery, slippery digit. digit. That's You're right. In business. Yeah. Just think of the and... cultural impact it would have had. Uh, like when you played football uh, at recess with your friends and mm-hmm. you missed catching the football. 
Look at you, slippery digit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> instead of butterfingers. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I would do that. I would get a slippery digit drinking uh, Lumberjack's girlfriend drink from the hub, wa- binge watching old episodes of I Love Lucy. That would be just a great yeah. weekend. Tell you. I would hope that I got the flu just so I could do that. Wow. Just saying. Careful. <laughs> Think of a Bob. Or whatchamacallit. Whatchamacallit. Yep. yep. That's it. Zilch. Zero. Uh, probably zero bar, yeah. Oh, yes. I did a whole rant on zero. If you listeners go back through the podcast, about 100 episodes, I did <laughs> a long rant about <laughs> zero candy bars. Let me just give you three words that describe zero. Uh, candle. I can't think of two other words. It tastes like a candle. Anyway. <laughs> Nougat. For those of you that have Nougat. Candles Nougat. As well. It tastes like the wrapper. It not not like a wrap person. A, the plastic. It tastes like yeah. the wrapper. Like the wrapper. So the 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 white chocolate tastes like a candle that is wrapper scented. So it's the weirdest, most tasteless. Sounds perfect. Yeah. It's uh, thanks it's for awful. offending all of our zero bar fans. You know what? I think it's discontinued, so oh. we're not hurting too many people's feelings. <laughs> Probably not. Maybe some people on eBay. <laughs> this one should be easy. Galaxy. Milky Way. Mm. Yeah, good mm. job. I think you're right. Infant female. <laughs> A baby, baby Ruth. Ruth. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Chomp. Chomp? Mm. Um, Chomp. Uh, crunch? Crunch bar. Crunch bar. Uh, Maybe. Nestle Crunch. Chomp. So, something with like Chew. Bite. There's Big chew. League Charleston Chew. Charleston Chew. Charleston Chew. Big League Chew. Yeah. It's, That's uh, a bit of Honey one. Chew. Um, chomp. Chomp. Mm. I th- you might be Crunch. Might. It would be a South Carolina City uh, Crunch mm. if it were a Charleston Chew. Yeah, true, chew. true, true. So I'm thinking Crunch. I think Crunch Bar. Yeah, Crunch Bar. Way to go. It is crutch. Wow. Yeah. Woo-hoo. We talked that all out. Right yeah, we there. did. That That's how you solve thinking. problems. Yeah. If more people in the world just came on this show, just we'd talk. probably solve a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we would. We all we, leave in a good mood. We'd all leave and not have to have as much cake. Yeah, maybe more yeah, people. I, I would people. probably just take it with me. <laughs> <laughs> Senior breath. Senior breath. Hmm. Hmm. Mister. Senior. Senior breath. Senior as an S. Like an old. Senior. An old. Is it old like senior? Senior breath. Like high school. Elderly. Like class, first class. Senior. Senior. Old. Breath is what I'm trying to think of. Air. Airheads. No. I'm trying to think. What would breath? Senior oxygen. S- someone, someone listening right now probably knows. Carbon and dioxide. Just yelling like senior, senior breath. breath. It's so obvious. If it was a snake, it would bite you in your proverbial face. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Senior breath. I. Wow. I think you stumped us on that one. Yeah. Senior. Are breath. Are you claiming stumpedness? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't think of anything. I can't think breath. of anything either. Junior mints. Junior, 
Mints. Oh, I see what you did. You yeah. threw us off. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Similar but different. Yes. All right. So it's the opposite. It was the junior and then breath. Mints. Oh, breath mints. There you go. Yeah. So okay. it was a related. It's like mm. when the crossword Loose goes relation. diagonal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you've been going just yeah. vertical, horizontal, and all of a sudden it's diagonal backwards. And you're like, oh, you're hurting me. Okay. <laughs> you're hurting me. <laughs> Stop it, crossword. Okay. That's <laughs> what he said to the bully who stole his shoe. All right. Here we go. You guys have... But you guys have... Back. Um, well... How many we get? You have eight, right? So, okay. Well, let's, let's make this last one. If we get it wrong, it takes away a point. All right. Let's do it. Fighting trio... Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers. There we go. Like you guys. You're the fighting trio. Yes. Go. Yeah, senior right. breath. Good job. That's a that's a great little game there, Sebastian. <laughs> you did a good job on that. Um, you are the candy man. Thanks. You make ha- people happy. It's great. Yes. You're the candy man, dude. I'm going to start calling you that now. You came up with the theme for today. You brought the treats. You are the candy man of KHMG. You're the candy man, but we're going to spell it K-H Andy Condi M oh. man. Candy man. With a G at the end. And we'll work on that. We'll work on that. <laughs> Listeners, stick around. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to have a little This Day in History with Lawrence Nagengast. So stick around. Episode 280 of Live Till 5. Here at 3.48 p.m. on Friday, September 7th. Here at the KHMG studio. Stick around. More Live Till 5 after this. Everything he bakes, satisfying and delicious. And we're back with a little more live till five. 3.51 p.m. on Friday, September 7th, episode 280. The theme today is candy, but we've been overtaken by a wonderful carrot cake. One last thank you. I'm not, I'm not going to say any more because I don't want to just keep drawing attention, but I'll tell you what. This is a great carrot cake. So, And our, uh, our crew here, we're oft hungry on Friday afternoons. Oft. Yeah. Oft hungry. And, and so people providing sustenance for us. We will sing your praises the whole show if you bring food up here. Yeah. If you bring you amazing see, food, we will. We have a hard time stop talking about it, honestly. So anyway, hey, it is the 7th of September. And I don't know. I just have a, I have a hankering for knowledge about what sure. has happened. Hey, back in the cockles of my mind, I remember discussing September 7th sometime in the past. And now I have a, a niggling feeling in the back of my brain. You ever hear that before? Niggling feeling? You can get a niggling in the cockles of your mind? That's, yeah. I think that's a, it. Wow. Yes. Yes. That, that and the only thing awful. that will satisfy is a little more history. Sure. Sure. I'm, I'm, let's I'm let's ready. have a little history. I'm prepared. From the 7th. Uh, please relieve the niggling from the cockles of my mind. <laughs> yeah, I'll do my best. <laughs> Uh, 70 A.D., the Roman army under General Titus occupies and plunders Jerusalem. Uh, We've probably brought up statistics about this before, but uh, it'll go from being the Jerusalem of the New Testament, or at least of of the time of Christ, to uh, not being there again for many, many years until they come back in the mid-19th 
uh, or I should say 20th century, and reclaim it as a country. But uh, it was pretty devastating the second time the temple was destroyed. Uh, 1191, Third Crusade, Battle of Arsuf, Richard I, or Richard the Lionhearted of England, uh, defeats Saladin. And uh, this whole Third Crusade is called the King's Crusade, actually, because the idea was, let's just all these countries, England, Austria-Hungary, and France, let's all gang up on the Middle East and reclaim this property. Uh, again, that's what the whole part of the goals of the Crusades. And uh, well, on the way, um, the king from, I believe it was um, the Holy Roman Empire actually, drowned. And then the king from France and England got in an argument. And the king from France turned around and went home. And Richard ended up being the only one that stayed and fought. And then on his way home, the, the folks from the Holy Roman Empire captured him and held him as ransom. And John, of course, his younger brother that was made famous by the story of Robin Hood. Not really, but he, he that's where you'd think yeah. of. Uh, Prince well, John. Yeah, Prince John became king while he was away. His brother, Richard the Lionheart, was away. And he's like, well, I'm not going to pay for that. We're, we're good how it is. But the people loved Richard the Lionheart so much that even this number that that country threw out as like some ransom for him, they raised it, wow. paid it off, and, and got him home. So uh, there have been good kings in history, many of yeah. them, and you, he was one. The Saladin took Jerusalem from, do we know, anyone, anyone? King Baldwin the Fourth. Oh, that's right. The I, I leper knew this was king. Lead back to yes, King Baldwin the Fourth. <laughs> yes, I he died we, before Saladin took it. I but think yeah. we uh, have, have talked the about last the last king of Jerusalem, of Baldwins. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One one of the more famous Baldwins. He sure. did. Let me just say though, there he was king of Jerusalem, and he's known as a leper king because I think his face was gone. But he didn't have a Friday radio show. He didn't. And you know what? He wished he would have had. Carrot cake. Oh, I was going to say cockles in his mind. But. Apparently, he had a face for radio, though. He he would have been probably perfect did. for that. He'd have been perfect. <laughs> yep. 1876, Frank James and his gang are involved in a disastrous raid in Northfield, Minnesota. Results in the death or capture of multiple gang members. Cole, Bob, Jim the Younger, all arrested. I just like saying that one because you, you Cole and Bob and Jim the Younger... That that's a gang. Yeah, Cole Young. It was the Cole Younger gang later on. It, they were all later part on. of Quantrell's Raiders because that's a it's a Missouri thing. We don't have very many famous people from yeah, Missouri. Yeah, you don't. Harry you know, S. Truman, King, King Baldwin, and these guys. Yeah, and so uh, <laughs> yeah, the James boys are from Kearney, Missouri, and so my dad is actually when he was a kid stayed my in the home. Actually, a James boy. <laughs> actually, we are part James. No, but he stayed in the James home before it was like a monument. It was owned by someone and. It's it was their home, and then now it's a like a little museum thing. But yeah, these are the things I just bring up casually as conversation. And he's like, "Yeah, my dad stayed at this house." Yeah, yep. That, I mean, that's that's how fifty years later. But that's yeah, how traveled we later. are yeah. as a group here. Yeah, Frank James lived a long life. Yeah, even after this raid. After after the raid, Jesse of course died yeah. being shot by the coward John. What was his name? John Ford, I think. <laughs> have you ever, you've never seen that? that I have. You know, he was yeah. shot by a coward. Shot by a shot coward. By a coward. They only in know the his back. first name, John. Yeah, it's, a, it's 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 the the story of Frank James um, and Jesse, who was shot by the coward. There's there's like a, a book about it. Talk about being uh, adding injury to insult. That's right. He was shot, and he was shot by a coward in the back. In the back. That's right. It's terrible. Wow. Hey, we we have a new uh, guest up Uh-oh. here. Who would never impose to step behind the microphone? Thank you so much. 
unnamed barista who yeah. just had her drink. She delivered. literally ran. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I've never seen her move so quick. <laughs> Silent and quick. She's oh, a ninja. Oh, man. 1912, Eddie Collins steals record six bases in nine to seven athletics win over Detroit. Bummer it's Detroit, but six bases. Uh, that means you basically got on, if it's a base, uh, that means you go, got on base at least three times, and then each of those times stole second and third. Three different at times. Least. At yeah. least that. It could have been stretched a little bit more, usually about four times at bat, maybe five or average in a game. Nine to seven, probably got there five times, but that's a lot of steals. Usually wow. one or two in a game is, is really moving. Yeah, yep. because the lot. pitchers, you know, they watch out for that stuff. I mean, they, they do. it's not like after you've stolen once, you're a marked man. Yeah, six in a game. 1936, Boulder Dam, now Hoover Dam, begins operation uh, on this day in history. Uh, we also have, uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move right down to our happy Thank final you. note. I, I try not to. We've talked about Baldwins today and That's James, right. yep. And, yep. and we've really had a great time. Yes, it's it's been wonderful. <laughs> but, I, lo- but I appreciate and enjoy this time I, we spend I, together yes, every Friday. I know. I do as well, especially with I hope you Kate. visit me someday when I'm, you know, old I'll and gray. Come. I'll come and bring podcasts of old time, of old good times. We, we will had sit together. around and take our dentures out and just laugh. Just and roll. Laugh. Yep, that's right. It'll be it'll be a real. Jessica's gonna mail us cake in the mail. She like, is. She's gonna put a cake in it. By tin. then, she'll have her own um, <laughs> mail order cake that's right. company. That's right. And we'll, and we'll just put in for that. Have a drone just drop it in our doorstep. <laughs> Um, so something positive. Well, looking know. at this, I think the best thing is is two years ago, 2016, 15th Summer Paralympics Open in Rio de Janeiro. So, you know, not a whole lot to talk about, Nothing but it's wrong positive. With that. That's great. The Paralympics That's great. started on this day. That's great. Hey, you know what? Congratulations to them, and congratulations to us, of course, for the cake, and congratulations <laughs> to you listeners for being able to be part of this. We will come back in the second hour talk about a little bit about what's in my coffee. A little more topic of the day with candy and some Stranger Than Fiction as well as the news. So stick around. More Live Till 5 after this break for the SRN News. You're listening to Live Till 5 here on KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, Barragata, Guam. Be back in just a few moments. A little more live till five. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin. It is 4.04 p.m. on this Friday, September 7th, episode 280. Glad to have you with us today, broadcasting high atop the campus of Harvest Ministries from the worldwide headquarters of Harvest Family Radio, 88.1 FM, KHMG. Glad to be on the air with you today. Two hours of live local talk and variety programming where we try to educate you and entertain you and inform you. And uh, Sebastian. Okay, listen, we're... Oh, sorry, I need to turn your mic on. Okay, we're going to segue from talking about, you know, what we were talking about in the first hour so much, 
and uh, tell us what your impression is of the weather reports coming in. So if people are listening on Friday afternoon, this is live. If you're listening Saturday afternoon, a little bit after 1, or Sunday night, a little bit after 8 p.m., you're listening to the rebroadcast. So there will be new information coming out on Saturday and Sunday that will supersede this. But what's your general impression on this Friday afternoon looking ahead to next week's weather? Well, looking now, um, there has officially been a, a tropical disturbance issued uh, east of us, east of Guam. And well, it hasn't been. Yeah, it, it, they're, they're calling what's coming this way a tropical disturbance. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's already a tropical disturbance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're already at that stage. So, okay. Uh, and then it looks like the path it could take is head our general direction. It could shift, you know, in the next couple of days. But um, any any direction it goes, it looks like it'll just build up in strength. So, and it's got a little time to build up. So we'll be looking at some pretty windy and rainy times next week, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's good prediction. Yeah. You're, it sounds like no matter what, we're yeah. going to have some rainy, windy weather, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday maybe. So Yeah, we'll um, keep you updated. Yeah, we will have, if anything comes up over the weekend, these guys don't mind coming up and giving a, a weather update if it's something of note that really needs to be shared uh, sooner. But if it's just kind of a ambiguous weather report until monday then monday will really start covering the the details of the weather yeah people will start coming and asking a lot on monday is my prediction and yeah. they'll come up and say hey what's what's going on with the weather and it will always be um you'll never be exactly positive what's going to happen until you get a something from Homeland Security, right. giving you details as to what should be done next, whether yep. the condition of readiness has changed or whatever the case is. So yep. We'll get something we'll from out. the governor's office. We'll get something from uh, yeah. Department of Homeland Security. And then, of course, National Weather Service. That's all disseminated through similar channels. And then, you know, in the world we live in today, people can check the weather themselves as well by going online and yeah. check National Weather Service. They have a, a very easy-to-navigate website and you can yeah. google national weather service guam and it will go right to the aganya office and you can kind of see the main things that are out there they all do a good job getting us information whenever anything changes we get something from jenna blas sends something over and um we always have the most up-to-date yep. information yep. so and you can get all that yourself if you just subscribe to their or follow their facebook page yep it, it basically has everything we get maybe just a few minutes later frankly yeah yeah so. well and we uh about this time every year if the weather starts acting up like this we'll get i'll get a random call on my cell phone and it's someone from the governor's office confirming that we still receive the information and things like yep. that and i know i missed a couple calls today so it could have been them but um so now sebastian our topic of the day was candy yes and you did a little research i've done lots now i just want to say that uh your wife as the research assistant as well she provided me the whole literally a stack of information i'm going to start using on the show yeah. for weeks to come some of it's more like jokes corny jokes some of it is just some really interesting little things very similar to my happy little accidents segment she provided me with a new book that's going to be the next big thing in radio. The next big thing. It is the next big thing. Yeah. For me, it is the I enjoy it. I, I went through it a little bit, too, with her. Yeah. Loved it. Yep. She I, knows I how we think. I won't spoil it. She's, yeah. been a, she's been a lifelong listener. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, her adult life in the last 280 episodes. <laughs> well, uh, have you heard of the uh, Wonder Ball? Uh, a chocolate candy called the Wonder Ball. No. Uh, think of Disney 
and um, it's usually a, a chocolate ball with like little like sugar candies on the inside, oh. and they're shaped like uh, you know, to- um, they're shaped like movie characters. You know, oh really? They come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to describe it, and not show you a picture because the audience can't see it. So, but this was a pretty popular thing. But it was, uh, um, this was a candy that was discontinued uh, because it was. Um, it's like a choking hazard or something. Yeah, choking hazard. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, that that's just to get the ball rolling. No I hate to intended, have died uh, choking on a washing uh, on a uh, wonder ball. A wonder ball. <laughs> a wonder ball. <laughs> How about? Oh, yeah. Dearly beloved, we're <laughs> gathered here today in memory of our good friend who choked on a Wonder Ball. <laughs> it wasn't that wonderful. It's, it's like the uh, the uh, clown who dressed up like a peanut and was uh, got crushed crushed by a. Was that wasn't that in Happy Days or something uh, like that? Was I think in, it was uh, in the Mary Tyler Moore. Show. Mary Tyler Moore. We, that's like, it. We have talked Ted about Knight this reported before. on that. Yeah, yeah t- Ted Knight. Yeah. Have yeah. you heard of the PB Max, a candy bar I called have. the PB? Yeah, I've that seen sounds it. familiar. Yeah. Okay. Peanut butter, right? Peanut Not to be confused with the store TJ Maxx, no. which is a completely uh, no. different thing. <laughs> They're still in business. Yeah. yeah. Well, this company still is. This is a candy bar by Mars, which the Mars candy family. They're in charge of like Milky Way, Twix, and Snickers. Uh, the PBX, the, the PB Max <laughs> was essentially a cookie topped with peanut butter and oats enveloped in milk chocolate. It was extremely popular and estimated to have brought in $50 million during its short tenure in the 90s. They were rolled out in 1990 and were gone by 94. Wow. So why did Mars discontinue such a fan favorite? According to a former Mars executive, the Mars family allegedly hated peanut butter and thus shut it down. Wow. We can tell you how the story went. Basically, the the (laughs) financial guy came in and said, great news. This PB Max is making us... A lot of dough. We made fifty million on this, and they said, well, "Really? What's in it?" Well, uh, peanut butter and say no more. Get rid of it. Kill it. <laughs> Kill it. We want yeah. nothing. We we sold off Nutter Butters a long time ago for the same reason, Mac. <laughs> Take your PB Max with you on your way out the door. I don't know if you've ever had the chance to have one of these, but the Kinder Surprise eggs. No. Have you ever heard of them? No, and what? even if I saw that sitting on the side of the road, I wouldn't eat it. A Kinder Surprise egg Kinder is surprise. is actually a very popular uh, candy. It's been illegal in the U.S. for 20 years, though they are available in Oh, Europe. now I'm interested. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, actually, I think you might be able to get some here on, on Kinder Guam. Kinder Surprise. This is what I've heard, that you can get them on Guam. but I, Really? Like, I even know. at Payless, sometimes they'll be sitting at the at the checkout line, like, really? uh, at the top there. Yeah, yeah. Um, they usually have it's a, it's just a chocolate egg, and then inside is like usually a little toy. Okay, yeah. I could see why that might be dangerous. Yes, fear of presenting a choking yeah. hazard. And it's like a chocolate fortune cookie, but inside is a choking hazard instead yeah. of a another funeral. That's hard to explain. Oh boy, <laughs> dearly beloved, we're gathered here today <laughs> no. to remember our beloved friend no. who died choking on a. What, Kinder Ball? What was kinder it? Kinder Egg. Kinder Toy. Egg. It was a Kinder Egg surprise. Could have been yeah. a Wonder kinder Ball. Egg. Could have been a Kinder Egg. Yeah, you can choke on either one. That's right. Okay, how about uh, Lifesaver Holes? I had those when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I've never heard of that. The Lifesaver Holes were Wrigley's attempt at not wasting a perfectly good piece of candy. Because <laughs> it makes a ton of sense, Yeah, right? sure. <laughs> yeah. They donut holes. Hole. They yeah. sell donut holes. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, in the ni- they introduced them in the 90s and were basically lifesavers, but in a non-ring form. Lifesaver holes were plagued with problems. After being on the market for the second half of 1990, they were recalled for being choking hazards, of course, in January 1991. <laughs> there we go again. Dearly beloved, <laughs> gathered here today to remember our good friend who died choking on a lifesaver hole. It wasn't a lifesaver. <laughs> this is terrible. And then I, this, I'm, this brings up, though, a good point because my sister used to tell me this, and I thought it was phony baloney. She would say the reason she uh, mom let her eat the lifesavers because she was older than me. She could eat lifesavers, and mom would always say, "You'll choke on hard candy, right?" It was always a right. choke. Yes, Charlie yeah. Ranchers. Say, yeah, right. You can't eat that. I'll, you'll choke. Anyway, so my sister got to eat lifesavers, and she said, "Well, the reason she could eat those is because lifesavers have a hole in them, and if they get stuck in the back of your throat, you'll still be able to breathe, breathe through it because air yeah. will come through the hole." That's, that's one theory. That I don't would, know. I think that's phony. Yeah. But I don't think I'm, the hole's enough. I, no. I think she was just telling me that. Hmm. So well, that I'll, was her theory. How about, here's some candy where it's not discontinued because of choking hazard. <laughs> Although it probably could have been if that's it was stuck around long enough. Dearly beloved, we're gathered here to enjoy some candy <laughs> that has hurt nobody. Yes. The, the garbage can D, it had a punny name, but it was hard to sell candy shaped like trash. Um, yes, it was, uh, were plastic garbage cans filled with sugary candy that was shaped like things you'd find in the trash. Cans, bottles, and fish bones. Okay. This candy was popular (laughs) in the 80s, but production likely never picked up again. You know, in the late 80s, they also had the garbage pail kids and all that. Yeah, this is the same maker. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So that would, I could see that, that the same gross... Yeah. Gross marketing campaign would come up with a gross candy for a bunch had a of whole gross garbage kids. can theme going there. Yeah, they? The, of, it was uh, a garbage themed right. brand. Candy's garbage. That's right. You got your Oscar the Grouch shirt on. Uh, have you heard of Max Headroom? Yes. 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 Uh, Max yes. Headroom candy is a <laughs> is a great example of eighties nostalgia taken to a whole new level. Apparently, these Max ha- these Max Headroom candy dispensers are as eighties eighties as it gets. Um, the tops, the the tops, the brand behind Garbage Pail Kids and Wacky Packs. Yeah, they also do the uh, baseball cards and stuff. Yeah. yeah, they decided to capitalize on the headroom craze and created a candy dispenser shaped like his head, filled with sugary candy. Um, he was more of a obviously headroom was more of a fad than a cultural phenomenon. Yep. And when his popularity faded, so did the need for Max Headroom candies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He started out as a Pepsi commercial, um, Super Bowl Pepsi commercial, I think. Oh. And then it was so popular, they made like little a little show out of it for a while. And this is before personal computers, so it was really interesting to think about artificial intelligence being this little character. It's weird. Yeah. Um, seven Up. Yes. Seven Up Bars. No. Were discontinued after Pearson's sold the name exclusively to... Some unknown bottling company, a.k.a. 7-Up Soda. So years before 7-Up meant soda, it meant candy. The Pearson Candy Company created 7-Up Bars in 1951. The name stemmed from the fact that the bars were split into seven bites, each featuring a different filling. Cherry, coconut, caramel, fudge, jelly, maple, and Brazil nut. Brazil nut, those are good. Yeah. Um... Pearson's 
chose to discontinue the 7-Up in 1979 after selling the name to, to the bottling company, leading to the 7-Up Soda. Uh, but Pearson's website may give you hope. Its timeline states that they will never, ever make this candy again. Never. Unless <laughs> we do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So that's... I guess there were 7-Up candy. Sounded like a good idea. Yeah, I mean, it give you a variety. Yeah. Hey. You know, it's it's hard to find a good Brazil nut-based product nowadays. Yeah. I mean, you That's just never true. see that. Yeah. Except for in a nut mix, you just don't see Brazil nut very much. Yeah. We got one more. One more here. Marathon bars. Oh, yes. They, those were popular when I was a kid. <laughs> well, they moved across the pond and changed their name to Curly Whirly. Not nearly as appetizing. <laughs> the lure of the marathon bar came from its size. It was a full eight inches of caramel-covered chocolate. The wrapper even had a ruler, so you'd know. The marathon gave kids the most bang for their buck because they'd last a very long time. The Mars Candy Company only made marathon bars for eight short years, 1971 to 1983. And they're eight inches long. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> yeah. there's something yeah. to that. Yeah. Before taking them off the shelves for good due to underwhelming sales. Thankfully, Cadbury makes their own version of the Marathon Bar called the Curly Whirly. But unless you're interested in importing your candy from the UK, you'll never see the Marathon Bar again. Mm. It's just some random fun candy I was a child from the mid-70s to the early 80s. That was my, you're right in my... yeah. My special time of life. So, hey, you know what? What else is good? <laughs> These drinks that have been provided to us by the hub. I got the wrong one. Oops, slide the wrong thing. <laughs> let's let, let's try that again. You know, we do get these drinks for those listening at home or in the car. We get these drinks from the hub every week because our friends down at the hub provide us with these wonderful treats. The hub, best little coffee shop on Guam, offering an endless varieties of coffees and teas and baked goods and just the nicest people around and uh, I go there every day multiple times a day free Wi-Fi great place to meet people to sit down and do a little study time to connect with the other uh, school families I encourage you to go by the hub every Monday through Friday 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. and after church on Sundays now let's play a little what's in my coffee uh, we'll start with Sebastian Sebastian you have a looks like an iced coffee drink there what does it taste like I believe it's an iced hazelnut, sugar-free um, cold brew. Okay. Cold brew, yes. That's, that's a very specific guess. We'll see in the big reveal here. Chris, uh, you have a hot drink. What's it taste like? It's a hot drink that is a coffee drink, and I believe th- there's a flavoring in it. It could be caramel or caramel, whichever mm-hmm. you prefer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it could be that. Uh, um, uh, let me take another drink just a, to confirm. A curly whirly or, or a squiggly <laughs> wiggly or whatever. Yeah, I don't... It's it's sweet. That's yep. all I can tell you, but it's not... It's it's the kind of sweet that fools you. Mm-hmm. You begin to think it's real. Yep. Then when you take it from your mouth, you realize right. it's fake. It's, it's fake me. sweet? So it's yeah, not it's, sweet? It's... It's sugar-free. Sugar-free, you think so. And you know this because of the aftertaste. Yes, the aftertaste is what does... Gives it away. It throws some people off. That's why they don't make Tab Cola anymore, probably, because of that. Okay, I'm drinking... uh, hmm, It's clear. Uh, Just for full disclosure, Lawrence did take the first drink out of this, and I made him pull his straw out, and I got a new straw, but then Sebastian took his old straw. So me, Sebastian, Lawrence, Lawrence is patient zero. So if anything happens to me and Sebastian, 
Look for Lawrence and uh, uh, track him down and do some medical testing on him. This is clear. It's iced. It's a fruit splash of some sort. Mm. I think it's a... It might be a, a vanilla fruit splash. I think it, I think it's a, a straight-up vanilla fruit splash sugar-free. Let's see here. So drink number one is that one there, which no one got yet. That is the sugar-free London Fog. That's a really good drink, by the way. Number two, sugar-free caramel cold brew. Oh, caramel. Number three, who has three? You do? Sugar-free caramel hazelnut divinity. What? Whoa. I didn't know the hazelnut or divinity was in there. No, and yeah, it's. I'm sure they're talking about divinity like the candy, not like yeah. divinity. You got to add that to any, you can add that to at the end of any candy or drink, and it makes it sound like really divinity. awesome. Yep, that's right. Or ambrosia. Twix divinity. Yes. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> I'd like some pineapple ambrosia and some <laughs> Brazil nut divinity. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, number four is the one Lawrence took to go. That's the hazelnut latte, sugar-free also. And I have the sugar-free vanilla fruit splash. The theme today is sugar-free, especially after eating that cake. It kind of offsets. Which had carrots. Uh, offsets the the sugar just a, a little bit. On a candy themed show. Well, you that's what I was doing. It. Drinks. Yes, because I was trying to be ironic and hyperbolic. <laughs> Hyper. I don't think hyperbolic. You don't think hyperbolic applies no, to that? No, no, no. That's different. How about uh, nutritious? I just made that word up. I was gonna say. I'm like, <laughs> I've never. Hey, I've heard a lot of I words. I hope that's not a <laughs> word because I have no idea what it means. I've been on so. this earth for a couple of years. <laughs> you never heard nutritious before? One. Okay. Well, all right. Well, we're gonna take a short break. When we come back. We do have some some news. So, Sebastian, first off, thanks for coming by and thanks for bringing the cake. Of course. All right. And uh, Chris, you'll be around after the break, right? Yes. Awesome. Listeners, stick around. We'll be back with a little more live till five. It's Friday. September 7th, 4.22 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios. You can always catch us online, khmg.org. That's khmg.org. You can download the podcast, listen to the live stream, etc., etc. Also, let us know you're listening through our Facebook page, Harvest Family Radio Guam. We'd love to hear from you. Send us a private message, give us a little thumbs up, and uh, you'll be notified every time we update something on our Facebook page. So a little more live till 5 after this short break. We're back with a little more Live Till 5. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin. Episode 280, 280 episodes under our belts. Thank you to all who make this show possible. We have a lot of different people that contribute. We have people that come up and do regular segments with us, like Lawrence Nangast, Sebastian Basildua, Chris Harper. They all put time in, in their busy schedules to come up and be part of the entertaining and informative part of the show and so we want to be a blessing to you listening audience and so they have sacrificed their time and we have fun but uh, it is a sacrifice to break away from work come up do all that on the air many of you if you try to imagine coming on the air every week it 
it can really take a toll. So I appreciate those guys helping put the show on. We also have people that kind of help supplement all of what's happening here on the show. We have Bob Shuck provides a number of different content sources for us, the things that we talk about that happen every month, uh, some of the articles, and then, of course, he's been a regular guest up here as well. We have others that that also provide content, um, Helen Middlebrook, Patty Clodfelter. Uh, we've had Chris Wolsey, Tim Pratt, different people send us articles, Brian Leonard's. Um, and then we have people that uh, just do all kinds of fun stuff for us, like Jessica, for example, uh, baking for us, and, and she's been helping me with some of the research, and others that have basically made the show fun. But the thing that makes it really possible are you, the listening audience. We do this because we want to be a blessing to you. We want to be entertaining. We want to be informative. We want to give you a good Friday afternoon. We want to give you that alternative to turn on and laugh a little. As you're driving around running errands on Saturday, coming back from a soccer game, heading home from church on Sunday night, we just want it to be something that's fun for you and an encouragement to you, hopefully putting a smile on your face and uh, being a blessing to you. So that being said, one of our regular segments is based on some content provided to us by Helen, and uh, it's Accidents May Happen, 50 Inventions Discovered by Mistake by Charlotte Foltz-Jones. I call this segment the Happy Little Accident segment, and today's Happy Little Accident is the telephone. Alexander Graham Bell was born in Scotland in 1847. Like his father and grandfather, he studied ways of helping the deaf. In fact, he was a professor of voice physiology at Boston University. On June 2nd, 1875, Bell was working on a telegraph that would send several messages over the same wire at the same time by using tuning forks of different pitches, sort of a musical telegraph. Bell's assistant, Thomas Watson, was in another room. Watson mistakenly adjusted the contact screw too tightly. When he plucked a spring on the transmitter, Bell heard the continuous musical tones of the spring and realized that if the sound of the spring could be transmitted, voices could also be uh, sent. Almost a year later, on March 10, 1876, Bell and Watson were working in separate rooms when Bell had an accident. He spilled battery acid on his trousers and said the now famous words, Mr. Watson, come here. I want you. Thomas Watson burst into the room where Bell was working. Mr. Bell, I distinctly heard you, he said. Bell called for help because the very first words ever spoken over wires carrying an, were the very first words spoken over wire carried by an electrical current. With those words, the telephone was born, and that was a happy little accident. So thank you for that content. Helen, two other things that were submitted this week before we get to the news. One provided by TB. I won't say who it is, but regular regular contributor to my life overall. This is a very interesting story that came out this week about American diplomats and family members who mysteriously fell ill while stationed at the U.S. Embassy in Havana, Cuba, may have been zapped by microwaves that can cause brain injuries, according to the frightening report Saturday. Doctors and scientists examined 21 of the more than three dozen people affected by the now-abandoned building, concluding that microwaves are the main suspect in their medical conditions, according to a story in the New York Times. Everybody was relatively skeptical at first, said Dr. Douglas Smith head uh, author of the study for the victim's ailments. But everyone now agrees there's something there. He added the doctors and other scientists who studied the apparent attacks are increasingly sure the victim sustained brain injuries. Analysts cite the Frey effect, named after the American scientists who discovered that microwaves can make victims think they're hearing loud noises like ringing and buzzing or even human voices. 
Even deaf people are susceptible. Alan Frey, or Frey, F-R-E-Y, 83, told the Times it's possible for microwave strikes, which can harm the brain, were set off uh, were set off by the Cubans, possibly those supporting Russia. The goal, he theorized, was sabotaging Havana's growing ties with Washington. The embassy was abandoned after the attacks and is now empty. Members of Jason described the newspaper as a secretive group of elite scientists that helped the government assess new threats to national security are also looking at the microwaves as a possible cause. The State Department's involved in things, but can you imagine having microwaves shot at you? It's an invisible invisible weapon. And then this one was, was uh, submitted by BL, one of our listeners, an occasional listener, and uh, someone that's not listening all the time, but when he does, he's providing me with a number of good things over time. And this is just kind of a, I'm not going to read the whole story, but basically back in 1987, one of the guys that worked in the McDonald's Monopoly game Okay, you know, on the in McDonald's every year they have this Monopoly game, and if you collect the right pieces and you put them on the map, you can win prizes and money and things. In uh, 1987, one of the guys that worked with that leaked out some of the $25,000 pieces to a relative. Well, that led to this whole corruption scandal, and so the the relative was a former police officer. And it ended up, it spread to many, many different people. And there's a whole elaborate story you can read about. You can Google the ex-cop who rigged McDonald's Monopoly game. And uh, you'll read about this this convoluted, complicated story of uh, someone that was basically uh, cheating the M- M- McDonald's Monopoly game. So anyway, very interesting. Thank you, BL. Thank you, TB. And uh, Chris Harper, station manager, all-around good guy, and our... Resident news reporter has some news for us. What's happening in the news today, Chris? Well, several things. Some of them we've talked about a little bit before. U.S. President Donald Trump is gearing up to impose tariffs on $200 billion in Chinese goods. And Beijing is certain to retaliate against any measures taken. The world's two biggest economies are locked in an escalating trade war with no resolution in sight. I think both parties would probably say it's not a trade war, but that's basically what we're seeing. The United States is negotiating with Canada this week to try to finalize a deal to modernize the North American Free Trade Agreement, uh, called NAFTA usually, an outcome some in the White House say will allow Washington to turn the heat up on Beijing. The world's two largest economies have already applied tariffs to $50 billion of each other's goods. Talks aimed at easing tensions ended last month without major breakthroughs, and Washington appears emboldened to sell off Chinese markets, a, or Washington appears emboldened by, by a sell-off in Chinese markets, I should say, and a weakening economy in China. Now, China is planning two choreographed celebrations of free trade, a major import fair in November, and the 40th anniversary in late December of its move toward market reforms. However, Chinese government advisors are tamping down expectations either occasion will yield uh, measures that could diffuse tensions. 
Now, a powerful earthquake has paralyzed Japan's northern island of Hokkaido on Thursday, killing at least seven people, triggering landslides and knocking out power to its 5.3 million residents. The death toll from the 6.7 magnitude pre-dawn quake was likely to rise as rescuers searched houses buried by landslides. About 33 people were missing, 300 were injured, public broadcaster NHK says. Four people were in cardiopulmonary arrest. That's a term used before death is officially confirmed. The quake was the latest in a string of natural disasters to batter Japan after typhoons, flooding, and record-breaking heat within the past two months. Aerial footage showed dozens of landslides exposing barren hillsides near the town of Atsuma in southern Hokkaido with mounds of red earth and toppled trees piled at the edges of green fields. So it's looking like a rough scene right now on Hokkaido. A U.S. Defense Secretary Jim Mattis arrived in Kabul, Afghanistan on Friday to meet with the new commander of NATO troops and discuss progress on talks with the Taliban, despite deteriorating security and turmoil within the Afghan government. The United States is a year into the latest attempt to step up pressure on the Taliban by increasing airstrikes and sending thousands more troops to train and advise Afghan forces. But the effort has yet to make Afghanistan more secure and stable. The 17-year-old war is America's longest conflict. You might remember uh, Russia being involved for many, many years in Afghanistan in a a somewhat similar way. Uh, Mattis is accompanied by Chairman of the Joint Chiefs, Staff Marine General Joseph Dunford. U.S. Army General Scott Miller assumed command of NATO forces in Afghanistan on Sunday, arriving as Washington faces growing questions over its strategy to force the Taliban into talks to end this grinding conflict. That's what's happening. Okay. All right. It's very sad to hear about what's happening in Hokkaido up there in northern Japan. I saw some of the footage last night. It was, I mean, there's one whole large hillside that literally just melted down into the the farming area. And there were a lot of houses there buried and a lot of buckled streets and things like that that I'm sure take a very long time to recover from. Right. So, uh, yeah, we'll be praying for our friends up there. We have some former... Uh, church members that live up that way now. So, but uh, yeah, boy, it's amazing that it wasn't worse damage. So, thank you very much, Chris, for for bringing us the news today. We're going to take a short break. When I come back, topic of the day is candy. Want to talk a little bit about that? Then we'll take another short break and wrap up the show. So, stick around. You're listening to Live Till Five, Episode 280 here on Friday, September 7th. It's 4:39 p.m. for the live broadcast. If you're listening on Saturday, it's between noon and 2, Sunday night, 7 to 9 p.m. You're listening to the Rebound broadcast, where we rebroadcast the show in its entirety, all two hours of it. You can listen on 88.1 FM, or you can go to the web, khmg.org, and listen to our live stream there. Or you can download the podcast after the show from the same web location. Let us know you're listening through our Facebook page, Harvest Family Radio Guam. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram. We just love to be able to connect with you and we love to know that you're listening. So drop us a note, give us a like, put a little heart on one of our pictures, anything you can do to give us a little encouragement. We appreciate it. We're going to take a short break. We come back and talk about candy.
And we're back with a little more Live Till 5. Here's some candy consumption statistics. How many of you are candy people? You just love candy. You would eat candy every day if you could, if it wasn't a didn't create a dental problem or a weight problem or a sugar problem. Yeah. Some people, they like candy, but in very small doses. I'm, I'm a little bit like that. Now, I make an exception. If it's a candy that is chocolate, especially if it's a semi-sweet or dark chocolate, has something in it maybe like, a, like nuts or something like that, I could probably eat a little more. But uh, I'm not really like a hard candy or a lollipop person. Maybe part of it's I know what it does to your teeth, and I know that's just one of those things that um, I just don't enjoy as much. One of the things that I use as a candy substitute, which is probably just as bad, cough drops. If you ask the uh, school nurses, they know I go in there and get the cherry cough drops all the time. That's probably not that good either. So anyway, here's some candy consumption statistics, and this is taken from, I think it was the nationalcandycoalition.com or something like that. This is about a year old information, but here you go. 1,177 U.S. manufacturing establishments produced chocolate and cocoa products um, a few years back. More than 34,000 people are employed in the United States because of the candy industry. Mars Inc. products are the number one and number two best-selling candy products in the world. What do you think they are? M&M's and the Snickers bar. 4%, that's the percentage of candy consumption that occurs in the U.S. um, on the day of Halloween. So 4% of all candy gets consumed in one day. One in four American adults will choose to have at least one piece of candy every day of the week. You know what uh, used to be really popular was people having a big bowl of M&M's or minty M&M's on their desk or some kind of candy, but it's just so tempting and the bowl gets emptied so quickly. So not quite as common as it used to be. Uh, let's see here. The average amount of calories in a fun-sized candy bar, 60 to 100. So that's only like running for 10 minutes. Um, it only takes five fun-sized candy bars and no other dietary adjustments for someone to gain one pound of weight per week. Whoa. You can eat five fun-sized candy bars and gain one pound of weight? Maybe that's per day. The most popular candy for search engines, candy corn, which is 10% of all candy-related searches. 65% of American candy brands have been around for more than five decades. The U.S. ranks number one in the world in terms of annual retail volume of consumed sugar, chocolate, and gum. So there's a question on this website. says, should chocolate be your number one candy option? Well, several medical studies have shown that eating chocolate in moderation could actually prolong a person's life by reducing the risk of blood clots, Uh, forming, and the ability to fight bad cholesterol. The average American will eat chocolate for about 50% of their annual candy intake. One ounce bar of milk chocolate contains five to six milligrams of caffeine. If you can't consume chocolate today, then freeze it. The candy will last up to six months in the freezer. The shelf life of a chocolate bar is up to one year. U.S. chocolate manufacturers use 3.5 million pounds of whole milk every year just to make chocolate. The Swiss eat almost um, all of their candy as chocolate. They average about 21 pounds a year consumption, coming in just under Americans for total candy consumption and doubling how much chocolate Americans eat. So they eat twice as much chocolate, but just a little less overall candy. The candy is craved because that it may provide health benefits. Um, 
But as with any sugary confection, there are some consequences to eating too much chocolate. Six-ounce chocolate bar will give someone the same amount of caffeine as the average can of soda and more calories. Having it as a treat is one thing. Eating chocolate every day is more than, in more than small amounts could take a serious toll on your health. Uh, let's see here. Here's, here's just a little more. Men consume an average of 12.7% of their calories from added sugars compared to 13.2% from women. Men in the lowest income brackets consume 14% of their calories from sugar. Men in the highest income brackets, 11%. Foods contributed 67% of the calories from added sugars. Approximately 13% of adults' total caloric intake came from added sugars between 2005 and 2010. Let's see here. How much candy is going to be purchased? Well, the United States candy market is expected to reach $35 billion. This was two years ago. 51% of the overall candy consumers' purchases are seasonal or holiday candy. The average household will spend $44 just to purchase Halloween candy. That's crazy. Maybe more here on Guam because the cost is much higher. Americans buy over 120 million pounds of candy for Easter. Go figure. 90% of Americans say they will stock up on candy when the holiday draws near. 70% of Americans say that the giving of chocolate is an appropriate way to celebrate a holiday American men um, say they'd rather receive chocolates than flowers on Valentine's Day. 16 billion jelly beans are made for Easter. 25% of the candies industry's revenues come from Halloween-related sales. 150 million is the number of chocolate Santas that are sold every year. 76% of households serve Hershey Kisses at Halloween. And the percentage of households that purchase candy so they can entertain during the holidays, 28% of all households Purchase candy for household entertaining. Wow, that's crazy. Well, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up the show. You're listening to Live Till 5, this is episode 280. I'm Jared Baldwin, your host. More Live Till 5 after this short break. Walk with me, Lord. God, walk with me. Walk with me, Lord. God, walk with me while I'm on this old tedious journey. I want Jesus to walk with me. Take my hand, Lord. And we're back with a little more Live Till 5, the last seven minutes of the show, 4.53 p.m. on this Friday, September 7th. You can always download the podcast through khmg.org or listen to our live stream. We rebroadcast this show in its entirety, all two hours of it, noon to two on Saturdays, 7 to 9 p.m. Sunday nights. So do we do want to let our listeners know we're keeping an eye on the weather that's coming early next week. And if anything uh, substantial or actionable happens over the weekend, we will come in and we will... Uh, generate some regular updates right now we're planning on beginning monday morning really giving some detailed information about the weather but we'll let the news releases that come out from the national weather service and the governor's office and homeland security dictate uh how much information we put out over the weekend but uh, monday morning we'll be tackling it if not sooner so just stay tuned to khmg 88.1 fm go ahead and get things ready get the batteries ready for the radio Radio station is a great way to uh, keep yourself engaged and encouraged and entertained 
while your power's out, for example. Radio's a great way to do that and a very inexpensive uh, thing to have just a little inexpensive radio handy, and it helps you stay abreast of what's happening in the news and the weather, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we were talking about candy, and we'll probably talk about it again in a couple of weeks because I got more stuff here, but candy's kind of a, you know, a wealthy country's thing. You know, there are many countries that they they couldn't have a two-second discussion about candy. They just don't don't have access to things like that, whether poverty or um, restrictions, things like that. And uh, we get to enjoy a lot of things here in our country. We have the freedom to worship, freedom of speech. We get to have this radio show. But, you know, there are countries that don't. And as I've been going through this World Watch List 2018, the 50 countries where it's most dangerous to follow Jesus, put out by Open Doors Ministries, country number 22 on the list is Tajikistan. It's a dictatorial, the source of persecution is dictatorial paranoia. They have almost 9 million population, but only 62,200 Christians. Main religion is Islam. And uh, although the level of violence is at 25.5, which any percentage is, is high, their church life, national life, community life, family life, and private life all rank very high on the persecution scale. Tajikistan's central government imposes restrictive legislation, and local authorities and police monitor religious meetings, detain believers, confiscate religious material. The government puts heavy pressure on all deviating groups, including Christians. Another source of persecution comes from the Muslim community that objects to Christians evangelizing among Muslims. Three prayer points. Pray for Christians who are under surveillance. Pray for governmental pressure that it would lessen and that the government would become more open to Christianity, and pray that Christians are that are seen as extremists for their practice of religion, um, and that, that that won't happen anymore. Pray that their view of Christians would change in the country of Tajikistan, number 22 on the world watch list by Open Doors. And as much fun as we have here, we want to remember our brothers and sisters in Christ around the world in countries where they don't enjoy this freedom. Now, One of the freedoms you also have in America is the freedom to assemble and to worship. So I'd like to invite you to exercise that freedom by visiting us at Harvest Baptist Church this Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. We have a variety of classes. You can come and and take a Bible class. There's no tests or anything like that, but you can come and learn and grow. We have a wide variety of things for all ages, from infants all the way through adults. 10.30 a.m. is our morning worship service, and we'd love to have you join us Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. here at Harvest Baptist Church. Our pastor, Pastor Gary Walton, will be preaching. He's he's kicking off a new theme, which I think you'll just find so wonderful. The the preaching, the, the singing, the ministering by many different people. It's just a real blessing. And we want you to come. And we don't want you just to come and be a spectator. We want you to come and be a participant. And if you're a believer and you say that you know Christ, you really need to be with a body of believers to... Uh, keep yourself accountable, to utilize the spiritual gifts God's given you, and to keep yourself growing in the Word. And uh, if you don't know what that's all about, and you're like, boy, I don't even know, but I really do feel drawn to maybe visiting church, come see us at Harvest, 10.30 a.m. Sunday morning. Come up and see me, Pastor Jared Baldwin. You you can't miss me. I'll be up front, and I'll be doing some of the announcing and things like that, so we'd love to have you visit us at Harvest Baptist Church this Sunday morning especially if you don't have a church home. Now, if you're already committed, you're a member of a Bible-believing, Bible-preaching church, be faithful there. You might be an encouragement to your pastor. You might be an encouragement to some of those folks in your church that have been there a long time. 
be faithful where God has planted you. But if you're not going to a church where they preach the word, they don't open the Bible, they don't they don't tell you the truth from God's word, then come visit us or another good Bible preaching church this Sunday. That's about all the time I have to say that. We'd love to uh, wish you a great weekend. Again, if you want to listen to the show again, Saturday noon to 2, Sunday night 7 to 9 p.m., or download the podcast from khmg.org. That's khmg.org. My name's Jared Baldwin. This is episode 280 on this Friday, September 7th, here at Live Till 5. You're listening to us on KHMG 88.1 FM, Barragata Guam. Have a great weekend.